Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week, as per usual during the football season, is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing grand. That's, that is grand, for sure. Well, let's talk about the week that was in the NFL week uh week number five in the nfl five yeah we finally made it to five we're past the halfway point started off with what i think we all figured was going to happen 38 to 24 patriots over the colts even with edelman back um edelman didn't play as much a key part as did josh gordon josh gordon scored his first touchdown as a member of the patriots and um, right and the other part of the story is amandola did he show up not Amendola. Uh, that he, the Amendola's with the Dolphins. Oh, oh the Dolphins. That's oh, that right. was the previous. Cold, so I'm sorry. And okay. that was the that was the previous week. And no, Amendola did not. No, show he didn't. Up. Yeah, he did not. Speaking of Miami, twenty-seven to seventeen, lost by Miami at Cincinnati. They looked good for the first half, and then Andy Dalton and Cincinnati stormed back to take the lead and win at home. So, what do we make of the Dolphins? They're what we knew they were, or something different. I think what we knew they were, it's just that the schedule was too early in the season to uh, to be taken too seriously. And the Bengals are clearly improved? I would absolutely think so. Uh, they've beaten a variety of teams. Look, they've beaten a 3-1 and Miami team. They've beaten a, um, a Falcon team that is now reeling, but at the time, I mean, still, that's a high-powered high powered offense. They've so beat... they solved the offense is what happened in Cincinnati. Yeah, I think they did. Well, let's see how it keeps up for the rest of the season. Uh, in a game that you kind of had, uh, Buffalo beats Tennessee 13-12. to You thought something fishy was there, and you were right. But that line, right? That line was three. Yeah. And it was just begging you. It's that, that cheese, you know, in the trap. You think you can get away with it. Well, apparently it had changed just before game time to Tennessee given six, but it's still... Well, yeah, people were sold, right, on that situation. Yeah. And look, I mean, Tennessee covered, but if it was not for a dropped pass by, I think his name is Nick Williams, a now former Tennessee Titan cut after dropping a potentially to, uh, game-winning touchdown when they were up 12-10, to 10, would have put the game out of the reach, but Buffalo came back, scored a uh, field goal, and away they went. Uh, yep, the Browns in overtime. Yet another overtime game this week. Browns have been in two, three of them already this year, and they pulled one off against Baltimore, twelve to nine. The battle of the old Browns versus the new Browns. Now, is that a sign that that you could be running out of gas by doing this overtime thing? Can you really keep doing that? I don't think so, but I will say that you know they're keeping these games close at the very least. You know. Now, look, they have more wins than they've had in the last two years, I think, combined. Um, So now we can at least say, like, all right, well, Cleveland is improved. 
Is there reason to watch? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, uh, what you can't watch is Mason Crosby kicking field goals. Holy cow! <laughs> Five missed. That's a problem this week in general. Oh, thirty. Detroit thirty-one to Green Bay twenty-three. Uh, if any, I think at least if well, he missed an extra. Mason Crosby missed an extra point, and I think he missed four or five field goals. Doesn't matter; it's way too many. Um, but I mean that that was that was game changing. If he only missed one of them, they win the game sure. easily. But does he still have a job? He still has a job. He got a vote of confidence. Look, I mean, he's been doing it forever. This was one bad game. Now, yeah, for so many other people, they get kicked to the curb, but yeah, not in Green Bay. I don't know if you fix that. Well, we'll see. They've got to, you know, we'll we'll see how that works out for them this week. So but that was Detroit and um, Green Packers, Bay, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in a game that I thought was going to go markedly different, uh, Kansas City beat Jacksonville in Kansas City, thirty to fourteen. Mahomes is human. He did throw his first interception, but then again, Bortles had to throw the ball sixty-one times because his team was down. They were down like fourteen to nothing before. Jacksonville get, even got the ball for a second well, time. Well, I don't think we have to, um, you know, see any more from Mahomes. I think it's obvious now that that is the real deal. I mean, he's here. He did it against – he's done it against two pretty – really good good to very good defenses in the last two weeks and to the point where he's been made to feel uncomfortable. Remember, this is the same guy who last week against the Broncos had to throw a ball left-handed, and all he did was right. he avoided so much pressure from the Broncos. Well, I think we're going to learn this week um, how to attack them because yeah. nobody's really better than Belichick film study, and he's going to come up with a plan. Whether they have the personnel to pull it off, we'll see. Mm-hmm. They are favored. Right, but I think that's going to be really a roadmap of how to defeat this team. I think one thing uh, I, I I want to stay tuned to that. Right, I think one thing I took away from this week not only was some surprise because we talked last week about some of the spreads and the betting lines, right? Uh, but how not just how close the games were, but how some of these I never thought would have happened. And I'm specifically talking about, we mentioned the Broncos losing 34-16 to against the Jets. I thought for sure, after Von Miller was chasing after Mahomes, that Darnold will be easy pickings, and lo and yeah, behold. Yeah, I think you discounted that, that West Coast, East Coast thing. I guess, but I know that they, they yeah, and and I did see the thing there. There uh, in their last twelve games, they're they're one and eleven when they have to travel to the East Coast. So I did, yeah, I, I did see that, but I know that they also. Ch- <laughs> you saw the train coming, but it hits anyhow. Right, but at the same time, at least somebody tried to get off the tracks, meaning that Vance Johnson took it upon himself to yeah. leave. Well, how long can he last? Oh, Vance Johnson that, does. Yeah, does he look like the the answer? I don't know if he looks like the answer. He's gonna be he so long as things don't go horribly, I think he'll still have a job. No, I mean look, because I, I think at the same time, uh Elway wants some stability there. He does. And I think that because the the quarterback situation it look, we know Case Keenum isn't the answer. He wanted Kirk Cousins, he didn't get Kirk Cousins, so he did the next best thing. Well, you know, he had a lot of shots at getting quarterbacks. Right. And he hasn't done so well. Right. And the people around him have. Right. In, in, in his division, right? Everyone's, been, you know, 
since he's been picking, has picked a better quarterback, except for Rivers. He was there the whole, the whole way. Right. Well, I think, I think it depends how long of a shelf life Mahomes has. If Mahomes is the real deal and he's here. Oh, uh, yeah. If, no, but if he's here for years, I'm not talking about yeah, It like, looks that way. Okay. All right. Well, and we're saying that now. But all yeah, it takes true. is I get it. I get it. All it takes is Von Miller to fall on somebody's legs and we've got a totally new situation. So but so I, I think that Vance Joseph will still have a job dependent on how far away the division gets from not only Denver, but from the rest. If the Chargers or Oakland actually become competent and actually get some good luck on their side, then I think Vance Joseph You're talking is talking about the Raiders? Yeah, I'm talking about the that, Raiders. That, that looks like it's getting worse, not better. I think losing 26-10 to 10 against the Raiders, the uh, Chargers actually <clears throat> win a... Now they're 3-2, and two, good for them. Um, again, I mean, yeah, things are not looking too good for them. Uh, as I've, sa- I've said before here on, the, on this podcast, that this was um, ownership's last hurrah in Oakland. Hey, look, we're bringing back Marshawn Lynch. He's from Oakland. Hey, look, we're bringing back that favored coach. Great, we really great, should. Right. right. And, uh, oh, by, and oh, by the way, we're leaving for Las Vegas. So are you going to make the trip out? <laughs> no, seriously, that has to be what it is because there's, yeah. no, there's yeah. no real reason. I, look, I know Mark Davis. I mean, this is a guy who was pretty much like his father hated him. Like Al Davis just thought he was such an embarrassment. Did, did Al Davis like anyone? Uh Art Shell? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think that was about it. But I think his own family he didn't like. Uh, oh, well, the center, double zero. Yeah, exactly. Um, 41 to 17, the Steelers over the Falcons. I thought that game was going to be closer. Yeah, I think that you're not, uh, you know, you were, you were touting like uh, a big decline for the Steelers. Yeah, they're lesser than they were. But, I mean, there, there's a lot of life there. There is. But, I mean, look, I mean, Cleveland's. You know, I, they're in the basement right now. I still, I'm still going to maintain the fact I don't think they're going to have a right. losing record this season. They can't have a 500 record, so they have to have a losing record for my thing. And now we know that the Falcons, they're they're lost. I I, I honestly truly think that. I know the defense is hurt, but I mean, well, they. Yeah, you know, I'm going to blame the head coach in this situation and the play calling because we saw that in the in the very first game of the year. In, in Philadelphia, you know, he wants to do things to, I don't know, to prove a point. I mean, he's not doing what's best for the team. Well, it, we saw it in the Super Bowl, his play is his decisions. I mean, and... Right, exactly. I mean, it, you know, it's commendable what he wants to do, but, you know, it's about results. And it was pointed out to me, this is a team that would have played in the NFC Championship game last year had Julio Jones caught a ball. So, but I honestly, I th- I think that the best thing that the Falcons as an organization could have done, and I know it's ridiculous and it's suicidal, but after right. that Super Bowl loss, you are not you are not coming back to that until you do at least a fifty percent split from your roster, from your from your team, from your no, coach. I get it. I get it. You need Plus, to start. that division. Like if you're hot, the next year someone else leads the division. There's not too much back to back. No. I mean, no, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, who's hot saints over the Redskins, 43 to 19 on Monday night. And I mean, there's not much to say there. except that, that, That's amazing. Look at all the scores they put together in five games. Right. Mark Ingram coming back off of his suspension and he put Alvin Kamara in the back seat. He said, give me the ball Two two short goal good. line touchdowns. That's, that's where they both can last. Right. I get Yeah. But still. It was pretty crazy just to see. I mean, Kamara's been running wild. He's been 
you know, quite frankly, it's fun to watch. if 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 we were to take Mahomes out of it, Mahomes is obviously right now yeah. the MVP. I would have put Kamara up there like number two, pretty close. I mean, they're four and one now. Um, yeah, he has not only has speed and quickness, but he has deceptive strength. He doesn't look as strong as he acts. He no. looks like you can tackle him. You can get him down. Yeah, yeah, but no, he's shifty. He really, really is. Uh, speaking of some shiftiness going on, Panthers beat the Giants thirty-three to thirty-one. Yeah, we all know it ended on a sixty-three-yard field goal as time expired. But let's rewind. First of What's all, the record for Carolina three and one. For no, the... no, I'm talking about the field goal. Sixty what? Oh, sixty-seven. What's the record? Sixty-seven. Okay. I believe Jason Elam still has that. Um, but he oh, was yeah. yeah, it's tied for the second longest at Graham Gano. Um, yeah. So let's rewind it. First of all, I think we have to go back even earlier. There were some really, really um, interesting play calls, or at least judgments by the refs in this game. I'm not going to say they screwed up this game, but let's go back first of all. And I, I, I don't understand this either. So Saquon, uh, was it who was the one? Was it Shepard? I think it was Shepard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget how much time was left. Minute 19, something like that. He catches a ball. And he runs it in for a touchdown, but the refs do the review under two minutes. And he was actually tackled on a back down at like the nine or something like that. Okay. And then, now I know that's been the rule, but it really is. I, that was the first time I sat and th- thought about it. Because it's a review uh, from the booth under two minutes, there's a 10-second runoff. And I was listening to the game in the car, and I heard Carl Banks say something interesting. So the Giants lose time because of a mistake you, the ref, made. Right. Which I think was just, yeah. yeah. And I just So think, what's the reason for the rule? I, I can't. So you can't constantly delay? But what, what are you going to delay? And you can't say, well, because then, uh, you know, somebody else had mentioned, well, that's because, right. you know, yeah. they w- that's how much time would have been left on the play clock. No, you don't set, reset the clock, whatever it was. Right. Right. If you drop right. the ball, the clock stops there. It's not, well, if you caught it, you would have. No, you stop it right there. So that was that. And plus that fourth and one. How do you, how as a ref, do you not stop to measure? And you're that certain? I mean, I know it's a, you know, I'm talking about... Was he right or was he wrong? I don't know. I mean, I've looked at it a couple times. I think, I don't, I would have to say no. I don't think McCaffrey made it. Now, of course, I'm going off of an arbitrary yellow, you know, uh, animated line. And the angle. Sure, of course, and the angle. Right. It it wasn't direct. That's why you need the sticks. Right. But how do you not? How do you not stop that? Right, right, right. And the giant... whose fault is that? I think that was the rat. I think that was the the line judge. I think that was the head. Somebody, somebody who needs to blow the whistle. Now, real who had was we're in a situation where there no times out. No, there was no time. No timeouts left. At right. least, at least for the uh, the Panthers. And then, because well, they, yeah. So then there you go. That's the reason for the wind down. Right, but at but at the same time, then Fox thought it was thought it wasn't um, a first down because they did not. Well, they also. I'll give the Panthers credit. They moved up to the line, and they said, we're not even going to mess around with this. That's smart. But at the same time, I'm watching on Fox, the broadcast, yeah. and they didn't switch over the graphics. So it's still well, set. Where's their ref? They have, so to, it... like, uh, they have to invite him into the, into the booth conversation? No, but they not. Can't just, isn't that time for him to respond to it? 
Uh, probably, I think so. But all seems I know, like they all have one employed this year. Yeah, Mike Peretta and uh, the other one. Yeah, all those guys. But I, so Fox had said it said on the screen fourth and one, and then I see Cam coming up to the line, and he's going to yeah. spike the ball. And I thought, oh my god, here we go again, Cam okay. being silly. And no, I was wrong. They he did it just to make sure. So I was like, how is that not? Oh, and then they reshowed it quickly before the Panthers yeah. got one more playoff. And boy, yeah, that was exciting finish. I mean, the Good Giants. Kickoff, yeah. I mean, you know, with all the drama that Becca's, Beckham's been starting, where he's been not naming names, but it's quite obviously he's talking about Eli, talking about how he should sit down, bench himself, how he should he, just give him the ball. I mean, all that stuff. But in the game, yeah. there he is returning a kick, and he muffs he muffs the punt oh, return. That was perfect. That and was then perfect. He, and then they score a touchdown. So really. Beckham, yeah. <laughs> Beckham giveth. He was the one who threw a, you know, a wide, a, yeah. an option. Would you pass. give him a long-term contract? No, I wouldn't. Exactly. I wouldn't. And I've mentioned how, you know, it, there's a lot mm. of similarities between him and Shockey in the Giants. And, and I think you're really seeing that. But Beckham is, is a peacock. No, he is. He is. I mean, and Saquon Barkley, uh, he's, uh, he, he's, he's a good runner. What can I say? He's, uh, he's good. He's elusive. Right, but I mean, look. If the giant, the Giants are now one and three. If they keep, I'm sorry, they're one and four. <coughs> if they keep this up, they don't have to worry about if they wasted a draft pick on Barkley instead of getting a quarterback. They're going to get a high enough pick where they can draft another quarterback. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, no, I, I'm sorry. Anybody who thought this was going to turn around to the so point, it's over for Manning. Where you lie? I I suppose. But he's not going to, like, everything got screwed up last year. So they, He's a store mannequin. Well, I mean, I mean he, this, this he is... He can't get out of the way? <laughs> I don't think it's that he can't get out of the way, but he was treated so disrespectfully last year. And the fans... Disrespectfully? Uh, I'm benching this guy just to see what this career backup is going to do, not the actual guy who's a young quarterback. <laughs> right. No, no, it's one, again, it's, uh, it's one thing if it was... Dave, if it was Webb starting that game. But to put Geno Smith in justice, and then he benches him at halftime. I know, I know. So, yeah, he, he, was, he was a big step backwards. Right. So, and this guy was supposed to fix those problems, and he's not. Shermer, I mean, yet. Look, I mean, I mean they're, they're going to play Thursday night. Yeah, so we'll have to see about that. Against the now, uh, I believe their record, yeah, now they're – under 500 world champion Philadelphia Eagles losing. Now the question is, can they even make the playoffs? Well, losing a revenge game 23 to 21 against the Vikings, which I think we all kind of figured that the Vikings right. would come back. I, I I thought they might run up the score a little bit more, but I guess not. I look if we're looking at the NFC East real quick. Uh, Dallas had the week off, and uh, Washington, as forementioned, they lost to the Saints. They um um yeah, I mean they're. Right now, Washington leads the East with a two and two record. But I mean, I, well, anybody can win that. Anybody can. So I, even even one and four isn't like way. Even out one of and it. four. But look, well, all that's going to do is it, unless the unless one of these teams drastically and dramatically improves, I mean they, right. they're going to be they're going to be playing wild card weekend and they're going to get bounced. So I, it doesn't really yeah. matter who wins the East because what we're not going to see them on. We're definitely not going to see them conference championship weekend, and we're—I I don't even think we're going to see them in certain cases on divisional weekend. Right. So you'll see them the first week of January. You know, good night and good luck. 
Um, another game I thought I, I thought the Niners might win it, but 28-18 Cardinals. What else can you say there? Dallas. Well, that, that line was kind of odd but because they were given four, I think, San Francisco. Yeah. I thought that line was kind of odd. It dropped to three, San Francisco given three. I don't right, know. They lost that, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Dallas did play this week. They lost 19-16, to Battle of Texas. Uh, Dallas does not look very good, Prescott. I mean, look, that offensive line is now pretty battered, and uh, aside from Elliott, who's, who, who, who do defensive, uh, defenses has to stop? Right. So it's pretty sad there. And the Houston's, and, and the Houston, yeah. The Texans. Yeah. The, their offense is, isn't clicking. No, it's not. Um, I... F- I think Hopkins is overrated. I think Fuller is not what he should be. Uh, really, what they need is a really good tight end, or at least you know develop or turn one of these tight ends into somebody. Maybe maybe go two tight end set something that you gotta. Because I mean, Lamar Miller was a was a cast off. It, it's just no, right? No, I I, I still want to have some faith in Watson, but I think he needs more tools around him, and I think that's the key. And then the quarterback play, a lot of sacks. Yeah. But I mean, he, when is ever since he, uh, the Texans came into the league, it's always been a problem with the offensive line, and that's not going to change. Like you can so, just, you know, to me, they look good on paper every year. Right. And the last game, I, I, I never thought this was going to happen. Thirty-three to thirty-one, specifically how a two-point win by the Rams against Seattle. I I mean I didn't think that would. It was shocking that the Seattle could put up that many points, right? It was. Now it didn't help that Los Angeles that the Rams lost two of their wide receivers, Cooks, who I mean at this point it's scrambled yeah. eggs up there. I mean he had one. He had a concussion. But I'm thinking it's Super more Bowl. about that defense, you know. So, the, you know the Rams defense. I mean it seems like they're a pass rush, right? Is their specialty. But you know what I've noticed? You see this year is they just let them come. If you're going to bring that rush like that. And then they screen and do stuff like that. And now with all right, the... You know, so the defense, it's like if you... And nobody wants to tackle. No. And the middle's open constantly because they're afraid of hitting a defenseless receiver. It's like, you know, it's, it's crazy. One of the bills... Between, between the flags and the missed tackles, it, 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 you know, the game's uh, different. One of the Bills players that even came out after the game and said, I, you know, I just kind of gave up on the play. I didn't want to get a penalty. I, I wasn't going to pull Mariota down. I didn't even bother. I just stopped short. Well, that's another thing. That's what I'm saying with the pass rush. Okay, so you got there. Now what are you going to do? Yeah. You, you, I mean, I guess Belichick's right. Just wrap the arms up. Yeah, and that's smart. You know, they can't hurt, they can't hurt you when, no. when their arms are wrapped up. No. So we'll see how that goes. But, I mean. But when you work that hard, you, you want to get a piece of the rock. That is true. Look, uh, you know, back to the Rams for a quick second. I mean, this is back-to-back games. They're giving up 30 points. Now, they're also scoring 30-plus points. But, I mean, you know, this might be the problem that the the same problem that the um, that the Chiefs have kind of come up upon where they're giving up a lot of points. They're scoring a lot, but at some point, something's got right. to even out. Which is going to come down first, the offense for the Rams or the defense? I'd like to think the defense comes down first, but we'll see. I think the only team that eventually will stop the Rams are the Bears. Well, we'll have to see about that. Well, speaking of, they were on a bye week this week, but let's let's talk about this week in the NFL, week six. Who are your best bets this week? Oh, boy, that's been tough. I don't know. This is one of the most humbling jobs possible to pick these point spreads. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts at home against the Jets. The Jets are schizophrenic, and they just won last week, so I can't imagine them feeling that good about themselves and getting, and getting on a roll. 
Game at um, new, game at, the, at MetLife Stadium. Jets given two and a half, and you like the Colts plus two and a half. Right. Yeah. Um, I like the Chargers over the Browns. Uh, they're on the road. The Browns are getting one. I have it now. I have it now at um at Pickham. At Pickham. Well, there you go. Yeah, so I have a feeling. So that's even better for the Chargers. Right. And I, and I like the Bears. I'm going to stay on the Bears because I really think that they're, they're, they're going to end up going, uh, you know, they're going to be a playoff team. I think in that division, I think Minnesota isn't what it was last year. No. And the, and the Packers aren't for obviously. But I think the Lions and the Bears in that division have, have will elevate. Yeah. And, and I like the Bears particularly. Um, you know, that's a very inexperienced quarterback. Right. But uh, what a huge upside, right? He's he's not being touted heavily now. No. But uh, you know they can play a little defense. Right. And uh, yeah, so so that's what I'm looking at there. And Chicago. And the, and, and the other game I was looking at, but I really haven't uh, didn't really have an opinion that much other than it was the Seahawks at uh, Raiders because you got Lynch against his old team. Right, and it's in Oakland. I, I could see them getting off right. the snide there, and I think I think Seattle pushed a lot of offense out yeah. last week. They can't they can't duplicate that. Well, that line went from Pickham to uh, Raiders get three, so some yep. people think they can. So you like uh, Colts plus two and a half. You like the Bears on the road in Miami uh, plus three. You like the Chargers uh, at uh, minus three. Oh, I'm sorry, Bears Chicago. Would be minus you're, three. you're right, Chicago minus three. Yep. You like the Chargers either at giving one or a Pickham. And you like Oakland uh, plus uh, plus three in Oakland, right? So those are some, yeah. And and I think the game to really watch is the Patriots Chiefs. I so mean, the Patriots uh, opened at three, and they're now giving three and a half to the Chiefs. And uh, you know, see how Belichick defense uh, tries to corral this guy, and see, you know, by watching the way he plays uh, teams, you can have some idea what the other team's weaknesses are. Well, so far what we know is, you know, based off of what the Jags did, if you throw the ball, you might have some success against uh, against well, the Patriots. Well, then, then the Chiefs are the one that can do that. So is that the value? Well, would, would you like the Chiefs there? Like, stay with them till they prove they can? Well, if they're plus... I mean, they beat the bounce. I mean, the guy throws left-handed touchdowns there. Is Mahomes um, keeping Andy in check? Because I think Andy, I mean Andy screws these games. You know, he's in the past he screwed the games up big time. Time <laughs> well, he man- gets pass happy, yeah. Well, not even just the pass happy, just the time man- some time management stuff. I mean, it was a playoff well, game three years ago against the manager. Patriots. He's a game prepared. That's that's a very good point. I know, but and that's why he'll never me- measure up to the great ones. I'll say I'll take the over fifty nine and a half. I'll take the over. I don't I I don't know if I could really. They're going to duke it out. I think so. And, and I think, yeah, I think New England's gonna. I think Brady's gonna put up like thirty, or something. No, no, okay. A high, a high. They, they, it's gonna be like both sides have at least three touchdowns, and then from there, it's how many field goals or not field goals. Now the Packers, right at home, right Monday night. This is a Monday night. Yeah, and the Niners are getting nine and a half. I have ten and a half here. <laughs> Oh, ten and a half. Yeah, no, okay. I, th- I think I think that's moving a- up. Then started at eight. It opened at eight. Right. I think that's on par. I, I, you know, look, the Niners, they're one and four. I mean, it, it was all hin- It was all centered on Garoppolo, and he's gone. You're, you ain't seeing him till next yeah, year. So the nine and a half doesn't bother you. No, I'm, I'm not bothered. I, I take Green Bay plus the points. 
Now, this Bengals line has not moved. There's not too many lines here that haven't moved. Everything's pretty much moved. Uh, the Rams and the Broncos stayed seven. Those sevens stay the same, right? Yeah. But there's two and a half to Bengals at home. I have it. I have. I have Cincinnati uh, minus one, given one to the Steelers. I think that's coming. Clo- that's coming closer to a pick 'em. Oh, okay. Wow. I would have to take the. I, I'm. I'm gonna have to take the Bengals in that game. Right. I think they. Now, now, what about this matchup where the Ravens are going to the Titans? Right. That's an interesting matchup. I mean that you know they, there's history there. I mean it's long, long history because nobody's nobody's left who's still around. But two, three, and two teams in Tennessee. Uh, that's a late game too. I think that's a national game. Yeah, that's a four twenty-five start. So that's a national yeah. game. So then, what's the nine o'clock game? Uh, Patriots Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, great, great. I think I forget if that was originally there or if that got flexed there. That's going to that's going to draw a lot of eyeballs. Oh, of course it is. The the old versus the new. Yes. You know, the you know the Yeah. The winner and the guy that can't get it done. The irresistible the and uh, read. The irresistible force versus the immovable object. Right. But right. I I yeah. I mean, Kansas City showed you a little bit of defense, but I mean that's Bortles. I mean, sixty-one throwing the ball sixty-one times. He's not the answer. He's holding him back. Well, I I think that he he worked well last year, and he's been working well up until last week because the defense has helped him keep it in check. Because dun dun dun, he's defense matters as much this year. Well, but you. It it doesn't, but you've seen the teams where the defense can cause havoc. Look, the Jaguars did not beat the Patriots purely on revenge. They had a way to stop Brady. They had a scheme. And, you know, even though the Rams gave up all those points to the Vikings, they got back to Cousins big time. And And because it was a shootout, they knew that Cousins were going to, you know, they, they had it, Cousins, right where they wanted him. He's going to throw it. We just need to get back there. And so the pass rush worked there. It, obviously, it was somebody like in this past week when they played Seattle, you know, Russell can move. So, you know, that can cause some more trouble. But if you're a pocket passer, the Rams will eventually get to you. That's just that simple. Moving over well, to... Uh, yeah, I just wanted the line there. What, what did you make of the Redskin line? But the Panthers, what do you have there? Uh, I have Pickham. Okay, Redskins at home. Yeah. Um, I think Carolina escaped with a win, but... That, that's kind of like an area rival. Yeah. Yeah, it is. North Carolina, Virginia. Right. I, um, I mean, look, I mean, we know what Alex Smith is going to do. He's going to throw it short, and he's going to keep the ball out of Cam's hands. I just... I think they escaped. I think Carolina escaped with one. They know it, and I think that they'll be better prepared this week. So I, I, I take Carolina, whatever whatever the line ends right, up being. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I think Carolina. And, takes. and now on to baseball. Yes, on to baseball. When last we left you, the Yankees were uh, beating up on the A's to the tune of seven to two, and meanwhile, as, after they progressed past the A's, chanting "We want Boston." <laughs> oh, oh, they got Boston. Oh, they got Boston. <laughs> uh, three games to one just ended. This is being recorded on Wednesday, so they just finished Tuesday night. Well, now, didn't they continue the tradition of, of this year of pitching position players? Yeah, Austin but, Romine. But in the playoffs? I think I mean, the, f- the third time that's ever happened, Austin Romine, in a game in which the 
which is hard to believe because remember the Yankees have been in the playoffs many many times. Sixteen to one, their worst loss in franchise postseason history. <laughs> Was that the right choice? The right uh, choice for the starter? Uh, Sever. I mean, look, they were going to have to throw Severino, and if they were going to throw him in any game, it would have been at home. Remember, this is a team that last season went undefeated at home. They went undefeated shocking, at home. Shocking. Now, they only won one game on the road in the playoffs last year, but they were undefeated, I think, to the tune of two, three, uh, six. They were 6-0 and at home in the postseason last year, but they were 1-7 right. you know, on the road or whatever it was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so 16-1. to Every pitcher that came in in that game gave up a run. Um and you know Severino. Look again. Like I said, he was going to start there, but as masterful as he was against the A's, there's a reason the A's were the second, you know, the second wild card, and there's a reason why the Red Sox won 108 games. Right. Um, but yeah, in that game, Severino, Lynn, Green, Holder, Tarpley, and Austin Romine all gave up runs. Also, Aaron Boone. Uh, I know Aaron Boone is just there to fill out the lineup card, pretty much. It's all set. Yeah, for, is that it? Well, it because. Is well, he taking a blame for this? Uh, he's taking a blame specifically with some of his pitching choices, when to go to the bullpen. The bullpen wasn't terrible aside from that game, but he left Severino in too long. I think when he when like there were two runners on in that game, like he had to get them out. I don't think he envisioned, you know, sixteen to one, but I think Boone wasn't quite sure. And he, I think he was playing he was using a little bit of the momentum from the previous game in Game 2 when Gary Sanchez, I think, hit a ball all the way out to um, the Cape. Mm-hmm. I mean, did that second home run by Sanchez, I've never seen a ball at Fenway go dead center over the Green Monster. Like right. like when the yellow line goes up the wall. Like in I that I I was unbelievable. But, I mean, I mean, this is a strong guy. But the other thing about the Yankees... Yeah, they hit all these home runs, and it showed in this series to an extent. But they also struck out a lot, and yeah. you know it, that was a big problem for them. In the Is that season. bothersome the whole year for you? I'm sorry. So many strikeouts. Does that bother you? I mean, it's part. It's part of the game because. The, no shame in the game. No, my. I'll tell you who my favorite current player is. My f- current non-Met favorite player is is Jose Altuve, and I like him because he, he is. He's a crowd favorite. But not only that, he makes contact. Like he, David and Goliath story when he's up. Right, but also like like anybody who doesn't walk, like anybody who doesn't walk, or like or especially who, anybody who doesn't strike out, I like him because that shows you that they're smartly patient. And they they are able to make contact. Joey Votto hasn't pulled a ball foul, pulled a ball foul in years. Is that true? He is consistently he's the most one of the most underrated players, not only of current time but maybe of uh, dare all I say time. all time. Uh, we can That's have shocking. How does he? How is he able to do that? Well, first of all, he's he chokes. He's a pow, He has power. He chokes up. He, he must be the only guy in the major leagues that does that. I mean, he is he is an unbelievable player. I'll pull up his stats real quick for you. But, yeah, Joey Votto is consistently... That's Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati has been in the league since 07. Let's yeah. see. His lifetime on-base percentage is... On-base percentage, where are you? 
His lifetime on base percentage is 427. 427. That <laughs> that leads all of right. That's almost half. That's all of active baseball. Like he's wow. he's unbelievable. Okay, and what's the strikeout? Strikeouts? I mean, yeah, okay, so he's got 1,188 1, strikeouts. Two 1,104 walks. He's led, the, he's led the National League. He's led National League two times in walks. He's led all of baseball three times in walks. I mean, he's an MVP. I, you know, I mean, he's got 200. He's a natural born hitter. He really is. And, he, and I love that he gets on base. I mean, and he plays every day. He's rarely injured. But he, he gets on base, and, and I think he's, he's really awesome. So, I, like, those, those are the players that I, I'm really enjoying now because they break the mold of just the strikeouts and, sure, and power sure. numbers. You know, and you look complete. And you look at Stanton in the series, and Stanton did not. Did not uh, have yeah, a good series. Yeah, he plays the regular season well. Of course he does. Of course he does. He really does. But in this se- in this series, he was four for eighteen with six strikeouts. And you know, this is a guy who batted two sixty six during the season. Um, and you know, he but he had zero walks in this series and six strikeouts. Judge Judge was better. I mean, look, six for sixteen with two home runs. He got on base two other times, and he struck out twice. But, I mean, the the pitching, I think, was the – you know, Zach Britton, I, I mean, I knew he's a free agent. I definitely don't want the Mets to sign him, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, this is a guy – look, I, I think a lot of – a lot – he took in the, um, in the one game – in the wild card playoff game when he was with the Orioles against the Blue Jays where, um, you know, Bautista hit that – oh, I forget who went hit the game-winning home run – but Britton is is in the bullpen and he's warming up and Showalter doesn't go to him. I I think he took that a little personally. <laughs> yeah. Well, Showalter wasn't uh, you know, it, it, he really fell off. He did, but I mean, he's he's also well, was expected of him and right. it, it never materialized. Right, but also look at who he take a look at what kind of manager he is in the game today. What he is very good at is getting young players up to speed in the major leagues and teaching fundamentals. But what he isn't is somebody who's going to listen to the numbers only and specifically to the numbers. That's why Cora is a first-year manager. That's why Boone is a first-year manager. They both won 100 games. Why? Because the stats say you play these game, you play these players on these days in this order, oh, okay. and then and then you get to playoffs. But here's the down, and the downfall for Boone was when to pull a pitcher and when to keep them in. And Cora, his most shining spot was deciding to, you know, shake up the lineup, whether that's what right. the stats said or not. But I mean, Brock Holt hits for a cycle in the postseason. That's unbelievable, and that's a rarity that is too. Amazing. How do you get the triple? He got the triple because the you know the some weird angles at the new Yankee Stadium. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, so the Yankees are so the Yankees are going home, and the Red Sox are moving on to face last year's ALDS opponent, the Astros, who set them down pretty handedly last year. The Astros walked right over the Indians, three to nothing. I have a soft spot for the Indians, but I mean they won they won the the Central in like August, like that. They well, walked away from Atlanta. The they got walked over. They got to at least they had one game that Freddie Freeman he's a pain in the behind, 
Uh, Dodgers win three games to one over the Braves. Look, the Braves weren't, again, they didn't have to compete with much. The Phillies up until like mid-August, and then they fell off. Um, Although I did see a stat, the Mets, the Mets from like the all-star break on had a better record than the Braves, something like that. So the Braves didn't have much competition going. And, I mean, the Rockies fought to the end, but, I mean, the Brewers fought to the very end. And I think they got catapulted in that one-game playoff for the uh, NL Central. That that was the best story of the year? I think so. And I think the Brewers are the most dangerous because their bullpen, of the remaining four teams, their bullpen is the best. Yeah, this guy Holder, he is, he's almost like Sid Fernandez. The, oh, and, that was Randy Johnson size. Well, it's Randy Johnson size, but with like Mitch Williams ball hiding, he's got better control That's than fun. Mitch Williams. Oh, that sounds but, like fun. Oh, he's real good. You'll see him late in the late in the season or late in games. So now okay. we got the Brewers and Dodgers for the NL title, and the Red Sox and Astros for the American League title. That sounds that that's good baseball. I would have to say so. And you've got some really good young talent. It's not just. You know, the front of the jersey, we got some good names on the back. Of course, we know about guys like Machado and, you know, Jock Peterson and, and Clayton Kershaw on these and Chris Sale. But Mookie Betts likely to be the uh, American League uh, MVP. Um, you know, Benintendi and guys like Holt that you see on the Red Sox, the Astros. I mean, we know them from last year, George Springer, Jose Altuve. Uh, Yuri Guriel, uh, Carlos Correa. The Brewers have Yelich and Kane. Um, uh, Yelich, how many home runs? He's hit a bunch of home runs, hasn't he? He was second in the National League with, I think, 36, 37 home runs. He almost he almost won the batting. He almost won the Triple Crown. Right. He, won, he won the batting title. He was tied for second with um, somebody for RBIs and... Yeah, he had 36 home runs, which was one behind um, Nolan Arenado. He could have wow. potentially, if if he hit a three-run homer, which he almost he was uh, he could have against the Cubs in that one-game playoff. Remember, game 163 that counts towards the regular season stats. If he had a oh, three, I didn't know that. if he had a three-run homer, he would have won the triple, the triple crown. crown. It, yeah, so but he led the. Now, were there any 20? How many 20 game winners? I don't think there were any twenty game winners this year. Zero. Let me let me double check that. So what? Nineteen was the high. Ah, do 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 do. The high for wins. Oh, I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. Um. Um. Blake Snell won twenty one games. Corey okay. Kluber won twenty games. Luis Severino won nineteen games. Okay, so two twenty game winners. Yes. I mean, that's a big deal, the way baseball's played to right. today. Now, that's the American League. Let me double-check the Nash- nope, National League. There were three tied with 18. But, yeah, that's part of it. But if you look at... So the, the American League's the dominant league. We expect them to win the World Series? That's that's the going theory. That's the going theory. I mean, Re- Astros are last year's winner. They're the defending champs. Hmm. The Red Sox won the most games in baseball. I mean, if you're just looking at the pure um, wins stat, you know, stats of those, um, that's 108 and 103. And in the National League, we have 96 and 92 wins. Well, there you go. So, you know, I think there's something to that. But when you look at, like, what they did during the year, and I'll pull up their team stats real quick. If you were to look at what they did during the year, I mean, batting-wise, hold on a second, where are you? 
batting wise, teams like Houston, um, you know, they scored like the four. They were just behind the Dodgers at like fifth most runs scored during the year. Boston had the most game runs scored during the year. Milwaukee was like somewhere well, that, near the that's middle. Great. I mean, if you got if you're scoring the most runs and you get a pitching staff, right? Dodgers took the most walks during the year. Um, and a little bit farther down, Boston and Houston. Milwaukee. Well, that, is, that is California laid back, isn't it? Right. Milwaukee is middle of the pack in a lot, but they are on the hottest streak. They're, they were the hottest latest. Because remember, they had to play to the very end. And that, that matters a lot. That matters a big time. And and they've got home field advantage in the national in this in this championship mm, series. But that, how would that World Series sell? Well, it depends which one you want. The one I want, and well, I think... I'm talking about... I, I guess I'm thinking Boston, Milwaukee. Boston. Well, first of all, anytime you get Boston, I mean, because that's a... The Boston is a is a coast-to-coast team, the same way the Yankees are. Sure, sure. And the Dodgers are, but, too. I mean, I'm thinking the, the the Boston Braves, the Milwaukee Braves. Yeah, you could yeah, you could have, um, you know, you know, Atlanta's team kind of be like the, the thing in between, but you could also have the game's best pitcher in Chris Sale, which, you know, DeGrom has had a great season, but Sale has been consistent versus Yelich and Kane. Like the the young, the good pitchers of Boston versus the good hitters of Milwaukee, you could have that. The bullpen of Milwaukee versus the Red Sox. Yeah, it's a matchup. Right. Now the best best one that I think executives want and the fans want is Boston, L.A. Beat yeah, you've got sure. not you don't just have so first of all you've got beat L A you've got Boston L A this is Lakers Celtics stuff, but also right. yeah sure the East Coast West Coast and everyone in between but also you have Dodgers Red Sox I mean I I don't think that's happened since pre World War One right. and that was back well, when this, I mean they generally weren't considered you know World Series quality teams I mean what the Dodgers only won in, what fifty five. Yeah, they won in '55, but you know that was back when they were the Super Bas or the Robins or, or one of those. <laughs> but for years they could they couldn't get it done. No, as the Brooklyn Dodgers, as uh, right, right. But I mean, but but I mean, and just I mean, the number of players that you could pull out and talk about and compare to, sure. you know, uh, and, and just all the. I mean, even the A lot teams, of history there, right? Even the teams in like the '70s that like, how did these two not match up in the playoffs somewhere? It's really hard to believe. Uh, that's the one, the one I think everybody wants. Um, when you're talking what would probably be the best on paper, you might say Astros, Brewers, but that's going to be the hardest sell, I think. That's my personal belief in that. So, But if I were to, if I were to have to say one, no. Nope. If I were have to, if I were to have to say who will be ending up playing in the World Series, I think it might yes. be. I think it might be Brewers, Red Sox. Hmm. I think. So that, you're not seeing the Dodgers. It, huh? it, it's it's not that I'm not seeing the Dodgers, but I. Dude, I, yeah, they're hot. The Brewers are hot, the and Brewers, that that matters in the playoffs. Oh my God, that I mean, big time. That's that's yeah, really that's, important. That's momentum. Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, that's a that's a big part of it. Um, yeah, and the so, so so you're right. There's a lot of young hitters that need that the country needs to see. Yes. I mean, how many Brewer games do you get to see? Not many, not many. I mean, you're going to start seeing them next year, hopefully, if they can continue this and not 
actually yeah. mess all this up, but I mean, the, you know, there is something to that. Um, and they've got, look, they've got really good young players. There's no doubt about that. Uh, the, I'll be looking forward to that. The Red Sox and the Brooklyn Robins at the time played in the 1916 World Series. Red Sox won four <laughs> games to one. Nobody's alive since then. Uh, Babe Ruth, uh, you know, he pitched in that series. If, if oh, that, of course. If that gives you any ideas as to how long ago that was. That's um, a century ago. So that's where my head's at. <clears throat> Moving over to, uh, speaking about baseball real quick, uh, something that came over pretty recently. You know Chris Bryan, uh, I mean, big-time third baseman for the Chicago Cubs and likely um, link to having to wherever, um, what's his name, Bryce Harper goes in this offseason. He just turned down, it's reportedly that it's reported that he turned down a $200, $200 million extension from the Cubs. Remember Scott Boris turned it down. Scott Boris is is his agent. The Cubs still have oh, three years. Cubs still have three years of control over Bryant, but because Boris is his agent, he's he's thinking he can even make like two fifty um, when he goes wow. into the free market. Into the into the. Well, free if you're market. the Cubs, what do you do? Uh, you hold on keep, to him. Keep him for three years. Yeah, because see how much. It, how, like, look, their window is closed. It's hard to believe their window is closing fast. Because they've got un- they've got enough hitters, but their pitching is rather thin. Lester right. Lester can't do this much longer, um, you know. Statistically, he he just can't. And you know, Cole Hamels, you Darvish, no, I'm sorry. And they're both so so. Boris Boris has a lot of greedy clients. Of course he does. What about the Mets? Fifty two. What's going to happen to him? He might not play. No, he's not because he he got. <laughs> He's getting surgery on both heels. He did one. But he's milking this down. But I'm thinking he saw Bernie Madoff take the money. Then he saw David Wright get paid after the injury. And now he's in line. Yeah, of course. I'm not surprised. Okay. That's a shame. That's a shame. It is what it is. Moving over to college football for a minute. Alabama keeps rolling. They're roll tide roll. Yeah, it's them and everyone else. Uh, Pretty much. Uh, How about that quarterback? Uh. Tua, yeah. I mean, 18, tu- 18 touchdowns, no interceptions. Now, to be fair, they're not going up against anybody yet. I'm sorry, they just faced uh, Arkansas. Sure. They, they doubled, they, they doubled uh, the points on them. And they have, they have Missouri this week? No. I'll tell you what. Look, their schedule is going to be actual, and they might well, actually. They're only going to play two good teams, right? Yeah, LSU and Auburn and, you know, whoever is up at the end. But I mean, if, yeah, and we know they face Auburn the last week of the season. But until then, I mean, that's you know that's mid December. But until then, they've got Tennessee next week after Missouri, then a bye week, and November third. This is the big one: LSU, who's currently what? ranked number thirteenth. Min- Excuse me, Mississippi State on the tenth of November. That's a <laughs> they're 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 one and two in the conference. No, no, thank you. And then they face the Citadel before facing Auburn. Get out of town. <laughs> Get out of town. The fix is in. The fix is in. I mean, they're they're not. Uh, it's going to take. Look, if LSU or if Auburn and Auburn's going to fight hard for that game, if they right. can do something about it, and you know LSU's at least rank. Auburn is twenty one. So it's not that they're not good, but I mean Alabama's cut above the rest. Georgia's still doing their thing. They face the the so the aforementioned LSU this week. 
Uh, and oh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame moved up to five after a big win over Virginia Tech, forty-five to Biggest twenty-three. Biggest surprise this year? I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, so yeah, and uh, yeah, Texas. Texas took a big jump, and they knocked Oklahoma down a bunch. Um, wow. They bought yeah. So the, actually, Texas leapfrogged over Oklahoma. Oklahoma was uh, close to the top five. But they lost uh, forty-eight to forty-five to Texas at Texas. So now Texas is number nine. Nice. So, but I mean, yeah. If Notre Dame, no, no, no. What about Chip Kelly? I mean, he he knows how to recruit. He knows how to keep the guys there. Does he have a win yet? Oh, oh, Chip Kelly. Sorry, I thought. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chip just, Kelly. I thought you meant Brian Kelly. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't even think that they've won yet. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, how, how the mighty have fallen. I mean, you know, he was the you know smartest guy in the room. The answer to everything. Oh yeah. And and now I don't think he has a win yet. No, I mean he's making he's making his team doing you know the running drills, um, while they're losing the game. Like they have to do like stuff that they should be doing in um, preseason. But I mean, look that he's gonna have to overturn. You know, with a lot of these programs, like when you come in, you have to overturn your what you have to what you want to have. And that's hard to do in one year. Well, of course it's hard to do. It's it's nearly impossible. You're asking them to be like, Hey, I know I know you, you accept people on scholarship. Right. Hey, I uh I know you wanted to come here because we gave you a free ride and because the coach was a really <laughs> good salesman and like, Yeah, 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 you'll be so close to home or whatever or you'll be far away and you'll be in Los Angeles. But uh, now nah, I gotta go. Here's this new guy. No, it's it's not gonna play, and and it takes a while. And they're currently zero and five. They're zero yeah. five in, yeah, yeah. So I Nightmare. mean, yeah, they've scored ninety two, and they've allowed a hundred and eighty two. <laughs> but look, Chip Kelly's not. He's not gonna go anywhere. He's gonna be given the chance to to fix that and change it. But we'll see how that goes. Right. All right, Dad. Well, thanks you for joining me. Oh, that's been fun. Another episode. Thank you very much. Enjoy the games. And uh, we will see you next week. All right, Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com. 